Hey there, everyone. My name is Ari, and welcome to Made of Metal, a motivational podcast where we tell stories about regular people overcoming insurmountable odds. So hello, hello, everyone. This has been so much more involved for me than um, last year with you guys sort of just getting used to doing the interviewing format, getting used to connecting with individuals. But I can definitely say as we've continued with the series, I'm so happy I made the pivot. I've also had people say to me that they want to hear the historical highlights come back. And I'm thinking about that too. I'm thinking about sprinkling those in here. But in the meantime, we are moving forward with the interview series, with meeting these incredible people who have such moving stories, such inspirational stories of information, helpful tips to share, resources, experts. The goal of this show is really to give a platform to stories that often do not get one, to destigmatize the the normal everyday life of being a human being in the universe. So with that, continuing on, I connect with today's guest. I connected with Allison. I absolutely loved our conversation. And that's important for me in terms of bringing somebody on. If they have something that I truly feel will impart value, will resonate with you guys, because that's the goal. That's what I want to do here. So with that, of course, Allison, thank you so much for being on this morning. I truly appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. Yes, you're you're so welcome. So please feel free to introduce yourself to the audience and jump right in. Sure. Well, my name is Allison Sutter, and I have been in the self-help personal development world for probably eight to 10 years, teaching longer than that. You know, I really resonate with being honest and open about challenges that from one's perspective can seem insurmountable. When you're in them, it can feel like there isn't an answer. And I have been there multiple, multiple times. I'm 52, I guess. (laughs) I forget how old I am. (laughs) Um, And, you know, it is a process of coming up against contrast and challenges and then realizing that you are given the capability and the wherewithal to make it through. I love um, how you came right out the gate and speaking on the challenges that we go through like on the everyday basis. What would you say or sort of the core foundational characteristics or perspectives a person should adopt in order to begin to tackle life's challenges for people who may find it difficult, for those of us who do think that they're insurmountable? What's sort of like that first step to step out of that sort of thought cycle? Well, part of it is realizing that this concept of perfection, this concept of if I just get to this pinnacle point, therefore I will be happy and I will not have any kind of emotional constriction or differentials in thought like happy and sad. It's like I'm in the midst of having this conversation with my kids who are in college. And there's a part of us that gets caught up in, if I could just keep going, if I could just keep going, if I could just, it'll just go away if I try to ignore it. And I, and I don't pay any attention to these negative thoughts or this thing that's bothering me. 
somehow I'll just, it'll, it'll just go away. Or, you know, if I just pretend long enough and you can't pretend that stuff is bothering you, you can't pretend you have thoughts like, you know, I'm struggling or it's, it's, you have to begin to accept that this is a normal, natural inner dialogue. And if we just are open about it, it becomes less of a jail cell that we live in. It becomes less seemingly insurmountable because you realize you're, 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 you're getting through it. Right. And there's no idea of it needing to look a specific way or be a specific way, whether that's trying to achieve the perfect grades or get the perfect job or, you know, look a specific way. There's never going to be this thing called perfection. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Holding ourselves to that perfectionist standard can really paralyze us as we try to move forward. And you're so right. We having that, again, perfectionism is, it's good to strive to want to be better. It's good to strive for more, but there is a sort of a a boundary where you're pushing yourself in such a way that's not sustainable, that doesn't feel aligned, that feels like more like a struggle, like it's a chore than is something that's flowing or coming naturally to you. I was just in conversation with my husband about this. And one of the things we tend to say about when someone comes out with, I've been struggling or I'm having a hard time, or this is what's happening with me. Sometimes the response can be, I just want you person, whether it's a kid or a spouse or a friend to be happy. I just want you to be happy. So there's this concept that struggle and unhappiness is not supposed to be part of our journey because we say things like, I just want you to be happy. Just, Just be happy, which means the fact that you're unhappy shouldn't be happening. It's Mm -hmm. like, you guys, it's, it's, it's going to happen and it's natural and normal. So just because we have dips and we have things that we come up against, which is by default, the nature of this reality is not something that is going wrong. Doesn't mean we're not happy. It just means we ebb and we flow and we're dynamic, vibrant points of consciousness. And it's all good. It's all good. That's such a, I mean, that's, that's so fitting as the, of course, as like the regular saying, like, it's all good, but also in the macro of understanding that, yes, the emotions that are labeled as bad or the states of feelings, which are very transitory, feelings themselves, the nature of them are very transitory. So when we're in those, like, everything's going wrong, I am, you know, I'm failing instead of seeing like, oh, maybe this was Mm -hmm. just a bad day. Scaling it back mm-hmm. to looking at it from, you know, not completely writing yourself off from the entire thing, because that's easy for you to do as mm-hmm. well. How in your own life have you kind of sort of seen yourself? How have you been able to work yourself out of such a dip where you felt like, okay, where do I go? What do I do? I'm trying everything that seems like the right way, but nothing's working. Well, so there's so I want to address that, but I also want to address the inner conversation. And my answer to the inner conversation is not not to have the one track running it all the time, but to have two tracks. And to Mm. recognize that while there is this track that goes, I'm not enough, I'll never be enough. I just tomorrow I just don't maybe it's even tomorrow I just don't I just don't care if I wake up. Like it could be that track for some people. You can have that track running, and at the same time you can have another track that goes, which is a track that is the energy of your essence, 
which goes, it's okay. It is enough. You know that this will pass. So what I have done is I've literally turned up the volume on the track that has the voice that goes, it's okay. Even though in this moment you're suffering, Mm -hmm. it's okay. So I've equalized the volume, you know, or sometimes I try to, at this point it's equal. So I know these two tracks are running and I'm trying to turn up the volume on the track that goes, dude, you're doing okay. You, You got this. And turn down the volume on the track that goes, oh my God, <laughs> it's all over. It's done. I can't. I won't, you know, that track. So adjusting the volume because those two tracks exist. I didn't know they did for most of my life. Mm-hmm. I had the loudest track being going, oh my God, this is the worst thing that ever possible happened. Of course. You know, I'll never course. make it. I'll never be something. And so just... You don't have to, trying to eliminate that actually exacerbates it because you're focusing energy on something. And when you focus energy on something, it continues. So don't try to get rid of it, so to speak, but accentuate something that's existing already. And this is a technique I use with my kids because they're panicking. I'm not going to be like, don't panic. I'm going to be like, it's, it's okay. One breath at a time. We're doing this together. And by not trying to get rid of what's wrong, but accentuating what's right, the energy expands and we get through another day. I'm loving the language you're using in like essence, energy, the essence of you. Could you speak more to that, what that means and what that, because of course that can mean different things to different people. So I would love to hear like how you would define that. So there was a pinnacle experience when my life where I was 20, my mom was 53 and she died of cancer. Mm-hmm. It was very quick. It was pancreatic cancer. And I was there when she transitioned fully to non-physical. And keep in mind, I had no interest in personal development, self-help, nothing. I was 20. I just wanted to get through the day. Yep. And there was a moment where she transitioned and I had the awareness that, oh, consciousness is eternal. And all that stuff that we're suffering with, the jealousy, the anger, the disappointment, the frustration, doesn't go with us. Mm -hmm. We are instantly back into unconditional, instantly. Now, it's taken me 30 years to figure out how to talk about that, Mm -hmm. but I knew it instantaneously. So to me, the essence of who we are is energy. Consciousness is another word for it. Mm -hmm. It's eternal. It's unconditional, it's infinite, and it's here right now. We don't have to wait to die to get it. It's actually part of the two-track system. It's the voice that gets enunciated from that second track, which is the real you, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Which is the real you. That's the essence of who we are, which 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 is love. And so the reason you can feel disappointment is because love is present. It's relativity. It's science. It's a relationship. In order to know what one is, you have to have something of a differential, right? You can't know hot unless you know cold. You can't know disappointment unless love is present. Right. And it is right now as you're listening to this podcast. Oh my gosh, you're giving me chills. <laughs> I, I love that. I mean, me personally, my views are very much the same. I believe that we are all in the eternal consciousness, the love vi- vibration, you know, all of that is so, it, it's classified as people from, from some people as woo-woo and it's stigmatized as this, mm-hmm. oh, this weird spiritual thing, but it, 
to me, it's a very much a core of who we are as human beings and learning how to, to tap into that inner energy and that inner strength can be the difference between a life like you're describing where you're a vibrant being, where you are dynamic, you understand the ebbs and flows or a being who gets kind of stuck in one transitory phase or the other. How do we help people tap into that second track, that inner essence of, of them for people who are so used to, you know, the conditioning of in, of the environment, of life, of even their loved ones telling them that this is who you are? How do, how do you turn up that other track? Well, for me personally, it was about using this thing we call the intellect to understand different ideas. And so I had to understand that I was an eternal I had to think about it in, 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 the, in the moment of now. I had to be like, all right, so if I can feel bad, it means this other thing is good right now. Okay, so if it's good right now, it's always there. All right, so I'm choosing this other thing. And I had to look at things like, well, what does is, what is stuck even mean? It just means the repetition of something mm-hmm. constantly. So you get the sensation that there's no movement, but there's actually movement. You're just changing to more of the same. So there's always movement. There's, there's never stagnation oh. in this reality. It's a yeah. constant movement. So you're changing mm-hmm. to more of the same or something different. It's this film strip that... Um, that Disney created, right? When we first learned about movement in film strip, we understood he was taking images and altering the images just slightly ever so, and then flipping through them really quickly, which gave the perception of movement. Mm-hmm. That's us in a nutshell. Consciousness is moving, moving. It's actually changing its focus. And if you change your focus to the same thing, it feels like this concept called stuck. Right. And Mm -hmm. if you change it to something different, you're like, oh, I'm not stuck anymore. Well, it's just a focus of attention. It just depends on where you're. So you got to realize what you're doing and the actual liberation and the freedom that you have to create. Yes. People think they don't have free will. You do have free will. You can create more of the same. And sometimes that's good. You want stability in terms of like, I want to create this house over my head because if it's gone, it's snowing, I'm going to get cold. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want to keep recreating, you know, food in the in the refrigerator and clothes mm-hmm. on my back. Mm-hmm. But other things I want to differentiate between, you know, whatever that is. You want to start a business, you want to change jobs, you want to change relationships, you want to alter your body. Like, right. what things do you want to, to not be the same? Because if you think you're stuck, there's a there's a stagnation in that thought process. If you don't understand, you're oh. actually just changing to more of the same every single day. Okay, so so even getting down to yeah, you're changing that thought process. Thoughts become reality. You're going through a reality you want to change. So and it's your focus of attention. I'm just trying to bring all these concepts together. So focus of attention. And is that like meditating or using some sort of practice? to focus your attention? Um, no, I don't. I don't meditate. I just recognize in any given day where I'm pointing my attention. Mm-hmm. Okay, right now I'm doing an interview with you. This is where my attention was. Before it was focused on editing my book. Then it's in a conversation with my kid and I have to check both where I'm focusing externally on my external world and mm-hmm. internally in terms of my language, right? Mm-hmm. If your language is I'm never going to be able to do this thing. I'm never going to be able to do this thing. Well, that's where you're focusing your inner attention, right? So 
Um, oh, all this is mixed up with beliefs because beliefs are the layering system through which we create reality. And some of them we want to be stable and other ones we want to be changed. But mm-hmm. when I teach about beliefs, I usually use the analogy or the image of like a, when you're in kindergarten, you have a Play-Doh machine and you take the Play-Doh and you stick it in the top. And whatever shape is on the, the point where the Play-Doh comes out, if it's a star or a square, that's the shape it's going to be in because mm-hmm. you're taking something, you're pushing it through a structure mm-hmm. and the structure will show you what it is. Mm-hmm. Beliefs are the same. Consciousness, which is this big massive thing, is being funneled through a structure. And what that structure looks like will show you what your belief system is. It's not hidden. You can feel it in your emotions, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's not It's not sub. There's nothing sub to this reality that is you're being taken advantage of by your own self. It's like, it's right there. Great. So do you want to keep it or do you want to change it? It's really that simple. And over time, because we live in a time-space reality, mm-hmm. we can begin to change the shape of the mold. Wow. I really love that visual of the Play-Doh getting, you know, pushed through the molding tool and the molding tool being our belief system, the Play-Doh being consciousness. That's a really, really good visual. And it really does demonstrate how, how much our experiences, our external experiences can create this you know, mold that we weren't even aware of. This is something that we're doing, you know, unconsciously or subconsciously. And I also love how you touched on that you don't, that you don't meditate or that that the active attention doesn't necessarily mean having to do a practice where it's just literally being (laughs) present in your thoughts, present as to where you are focusing your attention. Just as simple as that. Um, Because a lot of people struggle Mm -hmm. with meditating and that it's very difficult to kind of just sit and really get into the zone that they think. And then, you know, you get more frustrated because you can't do it while with being present. It's just, it's just an every sort of day-to-day change, like being conscious of where you are focusing. Wow. This Yeah. yeah well, meditation is typically for the purpose of sort of slowing down the mental processes. Mm-hmm. So I prefer to like active meditation. When I go outside and take a walk, it's active meditation because mm-hmm. you're sort of just, you're just letting things kind of, you know, settle a little bit gardening petting your cat i mean anything can be for the purpose of just trying to settle a little bit and just slow any thoughts that you really don't want to keep active and focus in another direction so that's kind of how i exercise was a fantastic meditative state for me because that's usually when all my good ideas come through oh wow all those those endorphins are pumping you're feeling all pumped up you're like (laughs) i can do anything that i do like that's true i I like that that's a so that's a really great recommendation to really let yourself relax and see what comes to you when you're exercising when your endorphins are high you're in high spirits blood pumping. So yeah, yeah. Thank you for distilling such a complex concept of the self and oneself into in, in improving oneself, improving oneself into such, you know, understandable terms. I already know that we can have endless conversations on this subject matter. Uh, <laughs> I, and what we've covered, I feel like is very important, the foundational basics of changing your focus and thus, you know, creating actionable changes in in your life that you want to see 
knowing oneself, knowing oneself, then the ability to know that you're a dynamic human being, know that you're going to go through ebbs and flows, know that, you know, overcoming the one track, you know, and is turning up the other track. These are all wonderful concepts and things that people can do today to make tomorrow just a little bit better. So I'm curious, before we wrap up, is there anything that you want to share or leave with the audience? Yeah, you got this. It's no big deal. And if you want to join me in, I have a new community available and open. It's for people who are looking for the kind of stuff we just talked about, who get excited about it, who want to know more about it. It's called Accelerate Your Mojo. It's the same name as my book, my program, my coaching, all of that. It's just the same name, Accelerate Your Mojo. And Accelerate means realize sooner. Mojo is the divine within. So that community Mm. is up and available. And right now there's a founder's offer as this, you know, podcast is being recorded. It's super, it's 13 bucks a month. You can get coaching, you can get community. It's like, I didn't want finance to be an obstacle to knowledge, information, community, friendship, you know, whatever. Excellent. I love that. And because all of that, it's a, it's a holistic sort of thing. You need the community, the guidance, the resources, all of that gives you the support to get you there. So that's excellent. So thank you so much, Allison. I so appreciate it. Thank you for giving my listeners such an insightful interview and such an insightful just overview of how to change, essentially, how to know yourself, all of the important concepts of improving oneself, of self-help. So thank you so much for being on. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. My pleasure. Thank you. And with that, everybody, I I love these kind of conversations. You know me, I'm super woo. I'm super into energy and consciousness, raising the vibrations, tapping into that love energy, which is the universal energy of all change. I love having these conversations because I, I love having an expert, somebody who is a lot smarter than me, come and speak to you on the subject matter for the people who want to be reassured and to for the individuals who want to take it a step further and who want to connect with Allison, please do. Her information is going to be in the episode description. So, you know, please take that next step. Check out the resources. Just if you want to change, know that you can do it. And, you know, I'm here to support you. Allison here to support you. There is a community here to support you. So don't ever forget it. And with that, everybody, you guys already know, I love each and every one of you. And please do not forget to bloom where you are planted. Mm -hmm.